0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at JustBlainZach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. Alright, you guys. This is a big week. I mean, we have a... Well... We're, it's going to be a big week. It was a big weekend. We had BravoCon, and I, I circulated and scoured far, near, and far to get all of the the BravoCon tea just for you, which we'll be still spilling. And there's a lot of it, and. And get ready. There's a lot of dating updates. I did my, my speed dating. I went on a date last night. I'm going to spill it all for you. And then we're going to talk all about BravoCon and all the biggest breaking headlines from BravoCon and all of the tea that was spilled at BravoCon. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. But... Before we dive into all of that, I want to uh, mention a couple of podcasts that I've been doing lately. Um, I was a guest. Everyone keeps asking me to do their podcast, and I love it so much because I love to be a guest on a podcast. Um, I did the Think Clever podcast with Stassi. You may remember Stassi's been on this show a couple of times. I'm actually thinking of inviting him back in the future um, for a special unfiltered guys panel. I really want to do it. I feel like not many people are as excited about it, but I really, I'm kind of really interested in doing another unfiltered guys panel. I think I might have Stoss actually do it. Um, I I was on Stoss's podcast, Think Clever. I was on TK's Juicy Pod. You remember Taylor King? TK was on my show a couple of weeks ago. Um, we were drinking some Blondies, and I was making her take some polls with me. Well, I did her show. We talked a lot about relationships. We talked a lot about. Um, like the influencer lifestyle and like how to make money out of that because we share all of our tips. She's actually really good, and I had a fun time taping her podcast. And then I most recently taped the Mother Mother Hustler podcast. Um, That one was really fun as well. Three great podcasts, probably going to come out over the next couple of weeks. I don't have exact dates for either of them yet. Sta said the Think Clever podcast will probably come out early December. but So over the next couple of weeks, you'll have some fun podcasts with me that you'll get to listen to. All super fun. All coming out soon. Um, also on hashtag no filter this week, um, I have Hannah Burner from Summer House. She is super funny. She has a, her own podcast out as well called Burning in Hell and her Instagram and her uh, Twitter are really freaking funny. So I was excited to have her on this show. And she spilled a lot of tea about what's to come for season four. I asked her all about her cast members. I asked her about Carl. I asked her about Lindsay. I asked her about Jordan because we all think Jordan's gay. And I asked her if she thought Jordan was gay. And I'll just see. I'll I'll, I'll I'll save that answer for you to listen to on Wednesday. Hannah Burner from Summer House on Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter this Wednesday. And then this Tuesday, Abigail and I are doing a Q&A episode where we're answering all of your questions ahead of our finale ahead of our season four finale, as we get ready to close out season four and get ready for season five. All right. Um, Also, like I said, I want to do an unfiltered guys panel. Let me know if you guys want me to do it. Let me know. Well, I'm probably going to do it whether you want me to do it or not, but so send me questions you have for guys. It's going to be three guys, three straight guys in different points of their dating life currently. I want them to be on my show. going to invite them on to answer all of your burning questions, so DM me your burning questions for them. So as I said last Monday, I was going speed dating that night because that morning they're like, hey, you want to do speed dating tonight? And I was like, "Mm, sure, I'll give it a try. I said I would after the third time, nothing really came of it. Then I was kind of done. And after the third time, I had that one guy who was like, yeah, I want to match with you. I'm into this. And then I was like, oh, cool. Let's let's go out sometime. And then he's like, yeah, I want to talk to you about podcasting. I was like, that's that's not how you use speed dating. You use you don't use it to like network. Okay, this is like so that we can date, not so you can break into the podcasting industry. Okay. Sorry, but I did it again because they invited me and they told me, please come back. And I said, okay, sure. And I didn't have to pay for it. So why not? I matched with two guys this time. Well, first there were three guys that I was really interested in. I actually had a full top five because I went into it after our conversation with Dr. V on the adulting podcast. I was like, okay, I'm going to have an open mind. I'm going to be into this. I'm going to be like, you know, open to whatever comes my way. I'm going to like open my heart and open my mind and not open my legs right away. So I did. And I actually found three guys that I was, like, super into. The first one was – he was, like, really tall and really hot. He was, like, what you would have pictured. Like, if you think back to your time in high school and you're, like, ooh, the hot quarterback – that's exactly what it was. Super tall, super hot. He had a voice like this. And it was just like, oh, I was like, oh my God, can you just like please throw me against the wall right now? Like, who are you and what are you doing here? Like, you just don't like fit in with, you know, like everybody else is like super single and like clearly it's speed dating because they're having a rough time on the apps. But like, homeboy was not having a rough time. You can just tell just by looking at him. And I was just like, oh, I was practically drooling. um But then he actually got to me and I tried to talk to him and have a conversation with him. And he just doesn't have a personality. And I, it just felt like he was, like, not into it. And He was like, I'm over this, you know, which obviously, yeah, because, like, he can get anybody he wants. And ultimately, I didn't match with him because at the end of the night, which the um the woman the organizer told me, she's like he didn't he didn't write anybody down on his top five, which means he didn't like anybody. And I was like, oh my god! And here I thought I was going to be the prize possession, but clearly I wasn't. But there were two guys that I did match with. Um, one of them super cute, super spunky. He was like maybe a couple years younger than me, which is normally not what I go for. But he was just really nice. He had a really big personality. He, had, he was able to carry a great conversation. We actually talked at the bar before the speed dating. Actually. Started. So I got to chat with him a bit. I was sitting at the bar on my phone ordering a drink, like a total twat, which is what I basically, which is my experience, IRL. And I was like, oh, God, all these people are here to do speed dating. I don't want to talk to them because they're all trying to get to know each other. But I'll get to know them once we do the speed dating. I was like, don't talk to me. I'm a celebrity. And so he he actually walked up to the bar to order a drink, too. And he, like, saw me. And he's like, hey. And I was like, hey. And then um, we just had, like, a really great conversation. And then we actually went into the speed dating and had an even better conversation. I was like, you know what? I really like this guy. He is a little – I think he was, like, two years younger than me. Maybe one year. I didn't remember. Um, I was like, maybe, you know – Not what I typically would go for, but, like, I'm open to this. I have an open mind and an open heart. And so I put him down on my list, and we matched. Same with this other guy who I had a very friendly vibe with. Again, probably not what I would typically go for. Wasn't, like, all that physically attracted to him, but, like, when somebody has a really great personality, when they can hold a really great conversation, when they can be funny or charismatic or interesting, like, that adds points, and you're not, you know, it doesn't matter if you're ugly. And not that either of these guys were ugly. They were, you know higher than ugly but um I ended up matching with them and I was like okay I'm gonna make the first move I'm gonna be that boss made the first move haven't heard from either of them it's been a week emailed them I was like hey it's a match so excited how do you feel about grabbing a drink nothing zero zilch nada it was like we swiped right you get that boom screen and then it's like what what happened like what what changed from that night to like the next morning where you're just like, nah. Like, was there somebody else better? Because I remember the room. I'll know if there was somebody else better than me. And other than a homeboy that was really tall, there was not, you know, there wasn't much going on. I know because I even asked everybody, because it's one of my questions on speed dating. I was like, so of everybody in the room, who's like your top three, I would fuck you tonight list? And they normally answer and they think it's so funny and they think I'm so entertaining. But whatever. Nothing happened with them. But I will say there was another guy that reached out a couple of days later via Instagram. He saw me on a dating app and is like, ooh, I saw you and I just knew that I had to go out with you. I would love to take you out on a date. And again, this would normally be where I would I'd be like, no, no, thank you. Cause like I have guys like that are sliding into my DMs all the time. They're always like, Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, can you buy my snow machine ice cream? And I was like, No, no, like what? Like they just I have all of these guys that are always just like sliding into my DMs, and sometimes they have like the strangest requests, or they're just like like madly in love with me and want to marry me. And they're like, I'm going to move to California and I want to like, and, and we can get married together and we can start a life together. And I'm just like, no, you're not going to move to California. I'll entertain it for a minute. I'll be like, really? You're going to move to California. Do you even know what part of town you want to live in? Do you even know what you want to do once you get here? Do you have a hookup with a job? Like, what are you going to do? Cause I'm not going to support you. And normally they can't answer those questions and I scare them off usually, but not always. But so this guy reached out to me and he's like, Hey, I would love to take you out. And I was like, Okay, sure. Like, yeah, why don't we do something? And then he even came to me, which is like very rare in Los Angeles. Like, Los Angeles, like you don't go out of your little pocket or your little bubble. Like you stay in that like five mile radius and you don't leave. And that's what makes dating so tough is like nobody wants to deal with the traffic and the the production of having to actually go somewhere else. And so he agreed to come all the way to me and I was like, Okay, sure. You wanna take me out? You wanna drive to meet like I'm down with this so he ended up first he took the initiative to reach out to me via Instagram and not even wait for us to match on a dating app because I'm not really on apps there's only one app that I have currently but I'm kind of on it but not really on it um, so he's like I didn't even want to wait for you to match with me I wanted to just see you so we ended up he took the initiative to reach out to me and ask me out via Instagram and then took the initiative after I had said yes to like pull together a top five uh, list of spots in downtown that he really wanted to go to with me. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, let's do this. You're, like, really taking the initiative. Um, he showed up early. We had a great time. We I had a lot of carbs. Um, we had fries. I had some ceviche with a lot of chips. I had two cocktails. I had one that was, like, a, a strawberry uh, tequila cocktail because – I normally don't order a drink like that, and I figured, like, why not live a little? And then I had my regular vodka martini, um, and we had a great conversation, but he just, he was very extroverted and had a lot of personality, and I'm not somebody that is very extroverted, which I think comes as a shock to most people. It's like, I can be extroverted when I'm on camera or when I'm on the show or, like, something like that, but, like, normally I'm not really, like... I just, I, I don't have as much, I had preserved my energy, I guess, for when I have to be on. And then when I don't have to be on, I just like to be off. So I'm not as much of an extrovert for as people, as much as people would expect me to be. This guy was like an extrovert 24-7, very high energy, which I enjoyed. But like we had a drink, we had a second drink, it was great. And then after the second drink, I was like getting tired and I was like starting to yawn and which to me is kind of like a social cue. It's like, okay, we should probably wrap this up. And I think I even said a couple of times, so I'm like, okay, you know, this has been really fun. You know, I had a great time. Thank you for inviting me out. And he just like wanted to keep it going and keep this conversation going. And I didn't know if that was like his way of being like, I'm really into you. I want to sleep with you, or his way of just being like, I don't want to let this conversation go. I d I didn't know. But he just was not picking up on the social cues to be like, let's end this date. And then eventually I was like, Well, I'm starting this like no sugar thing. So I'll probably like want to get an ice cream, just like get it out of my system. And he's like, Okay, let's grab ice cream. And I was like, Okay, well that's perfect. Because, like, the ice cream spot is on the way to my house. So, like, we can go and get ice cream. And then I can, like, you know, drop him off and not take him to my rooftop. Which is ultimately what happened. We went. We got ice cream. We did a little walk around downtown. And then I took him to his car. He drove me home. And that was it. I didn't have sex with him. Which I feel like was, you know, a a new thing for me. Not that I, okay, not that I have sex on the first date every single time. But, like, normally if I'm, like, super attracted to you, then I'll at least make out with you on the first date. But, like, none of that. Which, you know. He texts me and he's like, hey, I had a really great time. And I was like, yeah, I had a really great time. But I think that was our our way of bold saying like, we had fun, but I don't think we'll do this again. So obviously my dating light is so lit right now. It's just popping. Also, I mentioned that I had a lot of carbs and I had a lot of ice cream last night. It's because starting today, Monday, today's day one of 30 days, no sugar. I'm not going to do any added sugar or fruit for the next 30 days. And I'm going to do very low carb, even through Thanksgiving, you guys, even through Thanksgiving, low carb no sugar. It's crazy. I know. Um, if anybody wants to join me DM me and let's do it together. Today is day one. So if you're listening to this right now, that this can be your day one. You can start now. You don't have to have a final splurge day or you can start tomorrow. But every time everyone says I'm going to start my diet tomorrow, nobody ever starts, or, starts their diet tomorrow. So don't lie to yourself. If you want to do this, we're going to do this. You can do it up to Thanksgiving. You can do it after Thanksgiving. I have friends that are waiting that are only going to do the first two weeks of December. I'm going to do the last two weeks of November and the first two weeks of December. That way by Christmas and New Year's, I can really just like live it up. I won't probably live it up, but I just need to like rebalance my body. Um, also in the news, Taylor Swift has been like making so many headlines and she's like being so dramatic with like Scooter Braun and people are like, I like free Taylor, and then other people are like, No, screw Taylor, she's lying. I don't really know where I stand on the whole Taylor Swift debate. I feel like it's very dramatic to like put this out on social media and I feel like there's definitely some shady things going on with Big Machine, I think they're being very shady and, like, probably trying to restrict her in certain ways because even, even if you look at the her, their statements, they were very mindful of the way they worded certain things, which was trying to cover their ass, but, like, also not really owning any wrongdoing, which they probably did still do. I think... um I don't know. I think Taylor Swift just needs to like be done with it. She needs to find a way to to have a middle ground with them. But I think she really wants to like stick her ground and be like, no, I'm going to stick it to the man. Um, not saying that there anything that they're doing is right. I don't think anything that Machine Records is or Big Machine is doing is is right at all. I think they're really trying to. Um, I think because she came out so aggressive and strong and took everything on social media since the beginning, it really upset them. And like, look, when you upset somebody, like they're going to continue to like fight you on certain things. So I guess she's using her best tool, which is the public um, and getting them excited and stirring them up. And that is ultimately what's getting them um, what's getting her what she wants but I don't know if she's actually getting what she wants out of this I feel like if anything she's just like there. I, I don't know I just feel like she always, she always gets into like these messy feuds like remember the whole Kanye and Kim thing and then they had a recording of her saying that she was I just feel like she always plays the victim and she's always like everyone's trying to attack my character and everyone's trying to do it's character assassination and I'm just like but girl you get caught up in these things so often that like people have to start to like stop and be like mm, like what are we contributing to this like what are you doing that has to constantly be and feuds with people to where and then at the end of the day you constantly play the victim in it that like I just I have to play devil's advocate here and say "Mm, but how innocent is Taylor really I don't think Scooter Braun's very good guy I think he's a little sleazy but I'm just saying I think that there might be a little more to the story than anybody's willing to reveal and I'm here for the full reveal Speaking of full reveals, let's talk about BravoCon. BravoCon happened over the weekend in NYC in New York City, and there were a lot of announcements, and there were a lot of panels, and it was so juicy. Um, First up, the biggest announcement to come out of this past week was that Real Housewives is—the franchise is expanding, and now we're going into Salt Lake City. We're going to be doing the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which, I mean, I just— I don't know how, how I feel about that. I feel like normally we go for, like, I mean, Dallas was a bit of a curveball. I wasn't, I was a little surprised by when we decided to do the Royal Housewives of Dallas. Cause normally we go for like really metropolitan areas, we go for the cities, we go for New York, we go for Beverly Hills. I mean, OC was there. Um, I don't know how I feel about Salt Lake City, though. I still don't know where the fuck Potomac is. I don't know what Potomac is. I don't know where it's at. Is it in the Midwest? Is it on the East Coast? Don't know. Don't care. But I'm actually a little curious about Salt Lake City. But, like, I just want to know, like, are we all going to be married to the same man? Is this going to be, like, a knockoff of sister wives? Um, Are we possibly, you know, because they consider themselves the the pink state, um, is this possibly where we're gonna see our first lesbian couple? Cause like, let's be honest, we could use something fun. Cause I don't really want to watch a bunch of Mormons, to be honest with you. Not into the whole like Housewives Mormon vibe, but if you give me some Mormons with some lesbians and you throw them in together to really spice things up, then we're talking. Cause like we really need to like hit it out of the park at this point because we've seen the model of housewives be, you know, replicated so many times. Like we need to find a way to really spice things up again you know i feel like we just we can we can do it i believe in you i believe in you bravo i believe in you andy cohen to like really bring us something because like we don't need another real housewives of dc remember that that was awful that was terrible that wasn't a good. That wasn't a good addition to the franchise. And so I feel like if we're gonna do Salt Lake City, then like let's really kind of mix things up. Like let's play on the stereotypes of Salt Lake City. Give me a Mormon, and then give me somebody, somebody from the LGBT community, and like let's put them together with a group of friends that maybe they kind of are in the same circle. But I why am I giving you advice? <sighs> Anybody else excited to see Salt Lake City? Is this a great addition? Are you excited about it? Do you think it's weird? Are you like super turned off by aluminum? also new addition which isn't really that much like I feel like the bombshell of Salt Lake City was a big addition but like nobody was really surprised when they announced the new housewife of New Jersey because we all already knew who she was we already saw her in photos we already saw her on all of the the news outlets about you know this is who it is there were actually two girls so it was one with dark hair and then a blondie but they didn't we don't get to see the girl with the dark hair they never showed her Um, but we do get to see the new blonde girl Um, I think her name is Leah she seems nice. They said she's, like, real tough and a real hustler. Um, Dorinda seems to really like her, which, I mean, I'm, I'm here for. I don't have much of an opinion of her yet because we haven't really gotten to see anything. So it's, like, great that you announced her. But, like, give me a little something to play off of. Like, especially because she's not a big name like Garcelle or Sutton, like, in Beverly Hills, which we'll get to in a minute. Especially since she's not, like, one of those, like, big heavy hitter names that, like, people have an expectation. Nobody knows who she is. Nobody knows what she's going to bring to the table. We just know she's a little rough and tough. And we're only halfway through filming New York that, like, that you, it was a tease that I didn't need, okay? It was a little foreplay. It was, like, just the tip but, like, not the whole thing. But, like, why even go for just the tip if you're not going to, like, go all the way? Like, there's no point. You should have just waited until... I don't know, giving me a little something. Um, Also, in New York, Jill is confirming that she's coming back, probably not in a full-time capacity because nobody really wants to see Jill back full-time. And she's so thirsty for it that I feel like at this point – I mean, at this point, I'm kind of like, just give her a damn apple and let's see what she can do. Don't, like, keep dipping her in and out because it's not really fair to her and it's not really fair to the audience that you could keep dipping her in or out. Like, either bring her in or cut her out. Um, but, like, at this point, like, I don't want to see her back on the show. I, I'm okay without Jill. I'm not really begging to bring Jill back, but I'm also kind of, like, uh, just give her an apple. Like, like feed, feed the bitch at this point. Like, you keep, like, teasing her again with the tip, and, like, it's just, you're not really going anywhere with it. Like, you know, just show her some love. Tinsley's confirmed that she's back with Scott, which... I loved that the crowd booed, too. She's like, what? And she, like, got up in her seat and she, like, ran uh, across the stage and she's like, what? Are they booing me? They're booing me? And, and he's like, sit down, sweetie. Like, calm down. Like, of course they're gonna boo you. You're an idiot for getting back with this man. You, he, like, ruined your life and is so controlling and so, like, manipulative and, like, you're not gonna be happy in your marriage. Like, we can already see that this is another Luann, Luann and Tom. Everybody saw that, that was not gonna go anywhere. He was a cheater. Not saying that Scott's a cheater, but, like, he's very controlling and very manipulative and like it's just I mean I guess Tinsley is from the south so she's you know she's really into the traditional roles of a relationship of a man and woman the man's a provider and the man takes care of you and I guess she's really into that idea and she likes that which is fine but like we've just seen so many times this relationship crack and fracture and break that like we don't need to go back there Um, but she didn't address leaving the show, which is to be understood. Of course, she's not going to announce that at BravoCon because the new season hasn't come out yet. But you know, based off of how excited she was to announce that she's back with Scott, she's excited to leave New York for Chicago. She's not going to stick, stick it out with Housewives. She doesn't care about Housewives anymore now that she has Scott, unless she moves to Chicago. It doesn't work out. Scott breaks up with her and then she comes crying back to New York. And then they're like, oh my God, Z, we told you so. Like Luann, tail between her legs. I would like to see that. I would actually really enjoy watching that. Vanderpump Rules is coming back. We saw a full trailer. I told you guys, the teaser that they gave us, I think, last week or the week before, it wasn't the full teaser. It wasn't the full trailer because I knew that there had to be more meat. And they gave us the full meat at BravoCon with a full trailer, along with the trailer of of Summer House, which I'm also really excited for. But getting back to Vanderpump Rules, we didn't get to see any of the new cast members at BravoCon, but we saw all of the OGs. We got to see a little friction between Stassi and Kristen there because they were all there with Katie. Kristen is saying that, like, things are kind of cordial um she's very cordial with katie she's not sure how you know close the witches of Weeha will be in the future, but they're at least you know not on terrible terms. Um, and then Lisa Vanderpump is saying that James has some serious redemption this season, which I'm a little curious about. Like I don't know if like I was like James like does not deserve any redemption. James does not deserve a comeback. And we even see in the trailer like he flips out on Raquel, but Lisa says that like we're gonna see a different side of James. We're gonna see a real growth in James, which I'm kind of hoping for because like I'm tired of like this bad boy circling down the drain crying but lisa but lisa my mom oh like i'm so i'm so fucking over that like at this point like he needs to get his shit together i know because he and i are probably about the same age and like i don't behave like that like i have i have manners okay i don't behave like a child that just like wants to wreck people's lives like don't get me wrong like there are times where i want to wreck people's lives there are times where i'm just like oh my god there's so much chaos in my life i just like want to fuck somebody's husband I've been there. I'm not saying that I electively am just, like, going out fucking people's husbands. But, like, I've been there, too. I've just wanted to create that chaos because I was going through chaos internally. James, I think, just really needs some therapy. He really needs to, like, cut his mom loose a bit because I feel like she's, like, really dragging him down the hole. And just, like, breathe. I feel like he needs to, like, do—he needs to, like, align his chakras. He needs to, like, go to a sound bath. Like, he just needs to, like, stop or pale back on the drinking because I feel like he has, like, this— this um restrict and binge cycle when he drinks where he's like I'm not gonna drink and then he doesn't drink for like a really long time and then when he does drink he just like goes off the rails because he doesn't pace himself consistently over the course of time it's like you know it's like the reason we all fall off a diet as I say this as I'm going on my 30-day no sugar um but like when you restrict yourself for so long then you get to this point where you're like "Ah, I just need to do more Uh," um and I feel like He just, I don't know, he just, he needs some love in his life and he needs some therapy. And I guess Lisa Vanderpump is really, she has a soft spot for him. Um, She really loves him. She says there's a lot more to see from James. So, well, we'll see. We will see. But I'm judging him very hard. Uh, Teresa, she came out, she flipped a table on her way out of Watch What Happens Live, which was pretty great at BravoCon. Um, And she talked about Joe and Joe being in Italy And she actually seems like she might be considering staying with him. It was, like, very sweet the way she talked about him and the way she was like, and Melania, she's, like, so happy to see her family. And I was like, yeah, Teresa. Like, of course she's going to want to be happy to see her family. Like, you were her parents. You raised her together. Like, she had a family, and then you guys went to prison and, like, broke up her family. Like, of course she's going to want, you know, her family. But I just want to know, like, Melania, do you still want to grow up after seeing all of this, after seeing your parents? Teresa seems like she had a great time in Italy. Um, She teased that she may have slept with Joe, which I don't believe. I think that was really just a tease. But I don't... I don't know. I think she definitely saw Joe and was probably overwhelmed with love from seeing him because she really does love him. But... I don't know. I don't I think in the long run she's not gonna stay with him. There's just no way. She's over it. The relationship is done, but you can tell she has so much love for him still, which I actually kind of respected. She had to leave Ravocone early because her dad needed to go to the hospital because he was feeling a little sick and she had to take him, which I feel like is nice that she can she like has that luxury of being able to like leave New York to go home and take her dad to the hospital. Um and yeah. Uh, Dolores said that she would not mind having Caroline back on the show. And most people want Caroline back. Like, if you're going to bring an OG back onto a show, it shouldn't be, like, the... I don't need Jill Zarin. Again, give her an apple to satisfy her. But, like, I feel like if we really want to bring an OG back on the show, like, let's bring Caroline. Caroline will bring the heat. We also, we try to bring back Tina, and that was, like, not a great vibe. Like, Dean didn't really bring anything. But I feel like Caroline will come in, she'll come in hot, and she'll really bring it. Um, I would I would love to see that. And, to, and Melissa was even like, that's really going to stir up some stuff in Jersey, which it would. And I would love to see that. I would really love to see Caroline put Teresa in her place, like, in her face, though. She called her an ass. She's like, she is an ass. She said that on her Watch What Happens Live special because Teresa accused um, her of of ratting her out to the feds, accused Caroline, and Caroline was like, no way. Let me tell you something about my family. And then she said that Teresa was clearly on drugs when she taped her special, like, probably, like, on Xanax or something, which I can completely understand because Teresa was, like, really out of it. I actually really like Caroline, and I would not mind seeing Caroline back on the show. Um, speaking of OGs and their old cast members, Lisa Vanderpump avoided her cast, didn't want nothing, wanted nothing to do with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Which I feel like, at, like at this point, like we need to like really reconsider this, Lisa, because like, are we really going to just keep trying to avoid them? Like, it just feels so unnecessary for me, at least. I feel like it's so like it's just. Like, we need to let it go. Like, bury the hatchets. Kyle says that she's run into Lisa a couple of times, especially at Neiman Marcus. Apparently, they're always shopping at Neiman Marcus. And she says that she's nice to Lisa, and she says hi to Lisa, and she's willing to be cordial with Lisa, but Lisa's not really willing to reciprocate that. I feel like Lisa just not, needs to not be so Like, I understand why she's bitter, but, like, at this point, like, so much time has gone by that, like, we need to, like, you know, we need to have a little forgiveness in our heart. Vicky from Real Housewives of Orange County. Now that we're 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 moving south in California down to Orange County, Vicky, um, I actually just started getting into Orange County. I didn't really watch before, but I'm now starting to dip my toes in. Vicky is saying that she um, ahead of the new season that they cuz we're currently in uh we're currently in a season for Orange County but they've already taped it they already taped the reunion but now I guess they're negotiating for the next season and Vicky said that she won't be coming back as a friend like you're either going to give her an orange or not and I agree like Bravo needs to like not cuz l- look at what they did with Danielle and you can kind of see what they're doing with Jill but I feel like they're like really or, I guess, yeah, what they are doing with Jill. They bring in the OGs, the originals, even Brandy Glanville, who isn't technically an original, but they bring them in, Kim Richards, they bring them in to excite the audience, to salivate them for one episode. And then, they, like, it it's not fair to them because they're not getting the full paycheck but you know it's like bringing so much ratings and so much excitement to the show because like when Brandy comes on on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills I get so excited when Kim come, comes on I get so excited when Jill when Jill lost Bobby and they taped the funeral and they had the scene with her and Bethany like that was huge but like you know Jill is not getting the paycheck you know Kim's not getting the paycheck you know Brandy's not getting the paycheck and Danielle's the perfect example of somebody that they keep bringing back as a friend every season but yet that they won't make her a full-time cast member now I think Danielle's super crazy and a bit of a liability and the only reason Danielle's still on the show is because she's friends with Teresa and I don't think Danielle will be on the show next season because there she has no more relationships with any of the current cast members so she has to be done at this point but the fact that she keeps jumping into that lion's den when they're not giving her a full-time paycheck like it's not fair to the originals it's not fair to the OGs it's not fair to the oldies that like deserve to have a full-time place that have already proved themselves on these shows and that like should be on these shows I think that like you either it's like shit or get off the pot bravo like either give them a full-time or don't but we've also seen that like the same way caroline and Jacqueline have really stood their ground on jersey and they're like i'm not coming back unless you give me a full-time and a you know a pretty paycheck to go with it we've seen that they turned down the offers caroline addressed it i want to say earlier this year where bravo came to her and they asked if she would be willing to come back as a friend and, you know, see how she meshes with the woman and see what she brings to the table. And she was like, excuse you, I built that show. I'm not going to come back and show you what I can prove. You've already seen what I can do. You've already seen, you know, what I bring to the table. So excuse you, thank you, next. I think that they need to give her... They need to give the OG. So I appreciate Vicky for standing her ground, but I really don't believe they're going to give her an orange next season. I think they're going to... I mean, well, they did it to Luann. They demoted Luann for one season and then they brought her back full time. So there's hope. But I feel like, especially with somebody like Vicky, who is the OG, who really brings so much heat, like she deserves an orange. And I don't even really watch OC, but I think Vicky deserves an orange for sure. Um, And then lastly, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they're claiming that the reports about it being such a lackluster season are not true. They said that there's lots of drama. Apparently, a couple of friendships have already crumbled. Um, Kim wants her bunny back. She told Lisa Rinna she wants her bunny, or she told Andy, and Andy told Lisa Rinna that she wants her bunny back. And then they all voted about cast members which cast member they would like to see back they would all like to see eileen back which i feel like of all of them eileen's not the one i would bring back like give me like taylor maybe because taylor's a little erratic and off her rails definitely brandy kim sure but i feel like kim's still very much part of the picture um and then they all voted that they would like to see heather locklear as like a new addition in the future which i thought was kind of interesting i was like yeah give me some heather locklear i'd be down for that right right i'm here for that heather heather locklear might like really bring some heat um, yeah, and I think that's all the major news, and Major T loved the new trailers for Vanderpump and for Summer House, both coming back in January and February, I believe. Summer House, I believe, is February, and and Vanderpump is January, which, again, you're making me wait so long for this Vanderpump, and I'm, like, ready for it, because we've been watching it for so long. But yeah, that's that's my news recap from BravoCon. I mean, it looked amazing, the museum, the all the merch, Dorinda's, um dorinda's aerobics class like all of it looks so great and looks so much fun it looked like it was very well done the execution was very well so i'm hoping it comes to the west coast because i would love that (laughs) might even buy me some tickets to that all right guys don't forget to tune into this wednesday's episode with hannah burner from summer house she's on the show and she's got a lot of tea to spill Thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget. I'm starting my 30 day sugar cleanse. So if you want to do this with me, let's do it together. Okay. We're in it together and we can like be each other's support guides. (laughs) Um, if you have any other Bravo news or tea, or you have like a hot take on the whole Taylor Swift, Swift thing, then like, let me know. Slide into my DMS at just plain Zach. Let me know what your thoughts are. I'll probably put up a couple polls to see what you guys are feeling. Um, Yeah, thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to tune in every Monday for Pop Culture Breakdowns and every Wednesday for Unfiltered Interviews. Like I said, Hannah Burner from Summer House is on the show this week and I'm going to be doing some fun festive holiday cocktails again for my Drink of the Week segments. No more wine. I feel like it's time to to mix it up but I'm also doing no sugar so I'm going to have to find fun alternatives to cut the sugar and still have these cocktails so this will be fun so stay tuned. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Don't miss Hashtag Adulting. We have a Q&A episode that we're doing this week and the next week we have the finale so get ready thank you guys love you long time and um yeah just keep it keep sliding into my dms keep asking me on dates because you never know when i'm gonna say yes i probably will uh my heart is open and so is my dating life so until next time i'll talk to you later okay bye